Welcome to the PopGo Project Podcast, a platform for the discussion and discovery of arts and entertainment. We focus on highlighting people and events that add value to the world around us. Visit us on all social media platforms by searching The PopGo Project or visit our website at thepopgoproject.com. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services located on Kern Street in Exeter, Pennsylvania, near Blue Ribbon Dairy. That little rodent Punxsutawney film may have seen his shadow, but let's reverse that little bastard's plan for an extended winter and start thinking spring. Schedule a free estimate today with this family-owned and operated business and have your yard prepped and ready for summer. The shop also has house plants and arts and crafts for sale, as well as rock salt, just in case we do get that ice and snow. Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Hit them up on Facebook or Instagram to learn more. Welcome to the show, a new band in the world. Awakening Autumn. How you guys doing? Doing good, pretty good today. How are you? Good, 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 good. So uh, I was fortunate enough to be, uh, you know, you were sent my way from uh, a mutual, uh, I guess you can call them friend. I guess, well, they're more of your producer, I guess you could say. Friends of mine. I'm sure they're friends of yours too, but uh, uh, Kulik and uh, his partner, April, um, both very talented musicians. And they've also uh, got into the uh, uh you know, producing game of, of other artists. So, um, I'm, I'm thankful for them to, you know, sending you my way and, uh, you've got a new single out called break my teeth. So I wanted to talk about that, but you guys are new and you seem very young. So talk to me about <laughs> awakening autumn. And I, I keep wanting to say awakening August. And I don't know why <laughs> we, we get that a lot actually, yeah, which is, actually I, I don't know where it comes from, but yeah, that's, that's pretty maybe, normal. Maybe autumn and August. Cause you know, it's kind of autumn is August in a way. Kind it's, of, it's yeah. close. Yeah. I mean, August is just before, right? So why not? Because you know, fall starts in September. Yeah, uh, September twenty second to be exact. To be exact. And I know yes. that because that's my birthday. There so that's go. part of where the band name came from. Part of it, um, it, it it came from all sorts of things, though. I mean, I, I always really liked the season even before finding out about that, and so. I don't remember the day I came up with the band name. And so I don't actually remember why I came up with it. I just make assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been all around as, as long as we can remember. Right? Oh, well, like, like there was a day where it didn't exist and then a day where it was. There's just a gap in my memory <laughs> as far as that goes. But it's been around longer. Like the name, the idea for the name has been around longer than I've known him, longer than I've actually been able to make music because um both my parents were musicians uh so i um came up in that environment and i used to think when i was a lot younger i thought i wanted to be an actor i always knew i wanted to do entertainment though uh when i started to want to do music before i could even play it um i was already thinking of band names so before i could play before i knew anybody that before there was a band i had thought of all sorts of band names and a lot of them much worse than others yeah <laughs> i should probably get your names uh before we continue I, I i didn't get those yet yeah um so i'm mccade i'm the lead singer i'm the lyricist the lyrics are what i'm most proud of usually um yeah 
And then I'm Spencer. I play bass and occasionally do keyboard. Cool. And is there a third member? Or? Uh, as it stands, so the members are very complicated. It's been like this two-piece thing for a while. Um, we've had other members in the past. Right now, uh, we know this uh, 17-year-old kid. So I'm 20. Uh, he's 19. We met the 17-year-old kid. His name is Peyton. Incredible drummer. I I don't even know how he does it. He's like <laughs> creative. He's on the spot. Like he can just come up with, I don't know, one of the greatest drummers I've had the pleasure of meeting in person. And he's so young for it. Um, so he's been working with the band recently and that's been great. But other than that, you know, it's basically, you know, when we were up and recording the album with uh, Jake and April, uh, it was just us two. And this whole album was just us two. Uh, with the help of Jake and April, of course. Um, but yeah. You said album. I know you have one song out. You mentioned uh, it's called Great Cut <laughs> Teeth. And let's talk about that. Do you have like, is the goal to have uh, an, a full album eventually? Or I mean, is it already yeah. recorded and ready to go? Or what's, what's that yeah, look it's, like? It's cooked exactly. up and ready to go. That's it's, what that's, uh, we're, 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 we're basically going towards that. I mean, we got a single coming out on Valentine's Day. Uh, second single for this album um, and yeah we're just getting toward the process of where we fully announced the album and you know getting that out all right cool so this this will probably air uh the week after valentine's day so if you're watching or listening to this now go check out awakening autumn they'll have two singles at that point uh break my teeth and can you really can you uh i guess you can because it'll already be out the uh yep. the single the next single my yeah. insecticide yeah it's called my insecticide yep okay now i i tend to, to stray away sometimes from uh talking about a song in particular or what it might be about because a lot of musicians want to uh kind of keep that a not a secret but kind of you know leave it open for interpretation let it kind of mean what it may to the person listening to it right but like you're a new band right let's talk about the music let's talk about this new song uh break my teeth um when april sent it over to me I, you know she sent it over and i was like yep yeah, let's let's do this you know I, I really dig this song um talk about this song talk about um you know maybe why it's the first single release um and maybe you know writing mm -hmm. it recording it what it might be about all that kind of fun stuff yeah so a couple things um First, you brought up how a lot of artists like to leave it open. Personally, I am more than happy to talk about what the songs are about. It's my favorite thing about writing uh, lyrics. It's, it, writing lyrics in general, like I said, is my favorite thing. And I think what I love about listening to music is finding out what it means. And you can still interpret it your own way. I mean, hell, there have been songs that I've written myself that a couple years later, I knew what I wrote it about, but it means something different to me a couple years later so That's i cool. have nothing against talking about you know the specifics of what i wrote the song about so uh break my teeth interesting fact about that is uh it was the most recent song written like the we we had already planned the whole uh because we had to fly out to pennsylvania to work with jake and april all of that was planned it was like about a month the way that we were going to go do that when I started writing that song um, started. So it, it's crazy how quickly it came to fruition because I basically had to have all the lyrics and the structure finished before we got there within a month. <laughs> so, yeah. And what is the song about? 
Um, so it fits into like a puzzle to the rest of the album, um, because the whole album uh is about like how a relationship falls apart. And it's a specific type of relationship, right? So Break My Teeth um is talking about uh long distance relationships specifically uh very long distance so a lot of those lyrics are pertaining to a distance that is the other side of the world um and meeting that person and deciding how much they mean to you and how you're willing to push through that okay i i i personally love to hear the stories about what songs mean and I, I kind of hate when bands don't want to talk about it just because like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I get it a hundred percent get it, but like, I really enjoy, um, and I, and I think it's neat how you can even hear a song. And I was, I always, uh, call this out is, uh, one of my favorite artists. His name is Pete Yorn. And, um, this was back in 2003, I was dating this girl and it was kind of, things were kind of falling apart. And, um, uh, what I thought his lyric was was um, fall in love with me. I'll show you things you've never seen. And I didn't, didn't find out till years later that those were not the lyrics. It was actually uh, is something wrong with me, which kind of like kind of works both ways, you know. Because yeah. I was like thinking about the girl and it's not working out, and um, you know, in my mind I heard you know fall in love with me because I wanted her to, I wanted it to work, but I mean. And then on the flip side, I was like, is something wrong with me? Which is kind of the same, same kind of thing. But it's just it, going back to music in general, it's just like, um, it, it's neat how people can, you know, hear what they want to hear or just apply it in different ways. And um, so thank you for sharing is what I'm getting to is sharing. Yeah. You know, that. No, I like to. I mean, you know, if this were genius, I'd break down each individual <laughs> line, right? <laughs> it's so fun. Uh, the lyricism side of things. I can't stress that enough. That's just what, that's my bread and butter right there. So I think that's uh, like a lot of the beauty of songs, uh, specifically on the, on the album. There was one song that we recorded out there in Pennsylvania and it actually was probably, you know, I still loved it, but it was probably my least favorite out of the bunch. Um, and then, yeah, I went through a breakup and it like very was like perfect for describing how i felt and so it's like the song that on the album that was like my least favorite ended up turning into like my favorite now uh just because of like you know you you kind of relate to what you uh or how you feel and mm -hmm. songs can mean uh different different things when you uh depending on you know what's going on in life and everything yeah and you keep saying you flew out to pennsylvania you're uh, in utah right now um talk yep. to me about yep. so like talk to me about your your guys are young you said 2019 uh and you're talking about a drummer who's 17 it's like how did a 20 year old and a, and a 19 year old get hooked up uh with a, a couple in pennsylvania um <laughs> and decide to fly out there and, <laughs> and and record with them easy well so we just really want to get murdered no it's it's a really interesting story so um it's it's funny because we, we were joking about it when we were out there with them i've actually known jake longer than april has um i'm a huge fan of sleeping with sirens as a band and jake uh toured with them on their 
acoustic tour a couple summers back, I think 2018. And so I'm front row and it, it's just an acoustic set and it's Jake and Keith. Um, yeah. And Genture or Genture. Right? Yeah. And I, I just loved the set so much. I'm front row. Sirens hasn't even come out yet, but I, I left my spot in the front row to go meet uh, Jake and, you know, talk to him. I was, you know, probably either just under 16 at the time or just over it would have been august so i wasn't quite 16 yet i was 15 at the time and yeah uh, from then on you know he only had one single out it was ghost and so i was i was just a super fan i would listen to ghost a lot but i'd also go and listen to his live performances of any other song that i could and so i've just been following like as a project for as long as I could um well as long as I've known about it and yeah so when I started producing music on my own and you know I started to actually get a band together um I would send it to him as a fan and be like <laughs> hey what do you think and you know we've talked about it and he says that people uh, I don't know <laughs> I should say that but point is uh they weren't good you know yeah, what like, I was sending. They, it wasn't like, good. Did he say that? Did he? Did he tell you? No, like, no. He was so nice about he, it. He he was always like, "It reminds me of what I used to make." <laughs> and that's probably like the best way you can say that. And so you know, I kept going and kept going. So, um, late twenty twenty one, um, we put together. We the last two songs we'd released. I didn't send to him because I didn't want to bother him, but we definitely gotten better, you know, not perfect, but we gotten better. And then we put out, we, we write one It's called Halloween. We're going to release it on Halloween of 2021. And I send it to him because this one I'm like really fucking proud of. And so I send it and I, I guess realistically I'm expecting yeah keep it up you know <laughs> which is fine that's like like i said that's a great response i mean it's great that he even took the time to listen to any of it and respond in the first place um it was a really crazy morning though because we woke up and he was like hey this is like really awesome in fact we should hop on a zoom call and we could like work together on something well, you know talk about that um so that was just one of the craziest mornings of my entire life <laughs> was getting that message back as as a super fan um of not only him but once uh april had you know started touring with him i started listening to her music and now i'm like a fan of both of these artists and now it's like oh my god they want to do a zoom call with me it, i don't know <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, and that's a it's a big risk you take too, right? It's like you know you're a super fan of of this guy, and you're like, I'm going to send him my music. Um, and like, a he could like not get back to you. You can kind of feel like slighted just because like you know you were hoping to hear back from him, right? Or yeah. he could be like, this sounds like dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's. I'm surprised he did it, you know, initially, because like, like, like I said, the, first the earlier stuff, were kind of, they were rough. Yeah, it, it was super we were like rough. 15. And it, I don't, you know, because I was self-producing it as like a 15, 16 year old and sending that to him. And at the time, it just sounded like the greatest song in the world to me. 
But now in hindsight, if I listen to either of them, I want to like cut my ears out. <laughs> and so it's, it's like three, it was like three 16 year olds. We had, we, we bought Ableton's like with, uh, cause the student discounts. So we were still like, Yeah. We were in high school. So we used the student <laughs> discount, which I don't know if that's what, if that's what it's for. I submitted a photo of my ID yeah. and they said, yes. We so. <laughs> submitted the student ID and they allowed it. So Damn, that's uh, not our fault. Yeah. And so it was, uh, and yeah, we had never used any sort of music production uh, equipment before. And we, so we just, you know, we're working, I think we're, we're both working at a, uh, just a cafe down the road, spending money on getting instruments. And, Ironically, it was a place called Cafe Zupas. It is not a cafe in, in the slightest. It does it, not yeah, in the slightest. It's, it's lunch. It's food. very good. It's, yeah. it's my favorite restaurant. It's sandwiches, soups, and salads. It is not a cafe. <laughs> it's not a cafe. So no coffee? But it's called a cafe. Yeah, no, no ca- coffee. No coffee. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. It's like. It's like a weird middle ground. Do you have to have <laughs> coffee to be a cafe? I mean, like I like to me, I would assume there's coffee or at least you know. Some I assume I, I, that's what a lot of people who come from out of town say. They, they, like, they would try it and they'll be like, "I expected to get a coffee there." Like. <laughs> and, and you know, zupas means soup, right? Okay. Or, or zupa means soup, so the restaurant is called Coffee Soups. Okay. Yeah, which so is, uh, it's a <laughs> you translate it, but it's fun thinking back on now, or we were just you know. If, four or five years ago now we're just we're sitting in his basement and we've got our equipment that we're slowly cobbling together with our paychecks from this uh you know part-time uh gig minimum wage job. minimum wage yeah. job on the side and uh it's nice to like you know n- know how far the music comes since then yeah and, already i mean it's like it, in in some ways it feels like you know we are nowhere yet but at the same time it's like we must have been below nowhere then you know so it's like looking how far we are from there it is already just nuts yeah but i mean you're you're still so young too you have so much time to keep getting better and better and that's like that's what's cool to think about like you're at a level now like you know you're talking to guys like kulik and and, and april who have been doing this for a while and you know kulik was signed to rca and all that kind of stuff like Obviously, you've got something if if he would take the time to you know respond to you and then go a step further and say like let's let's work on this together and I love his response like that's so I have no musical ability at all whatsoever like I couldn't even tell you um any Someone kind of say the same about me no, <laughs> I know I, I literally have zero like i i, I I, I like music theory. Like I, could, if you if you said a term, I probably wouldn't know what it is. But I like to think I have a like a good sense of what sounds good, and what's you know you know appealing to a, an audience. Um, and I say that in you know I, I've had a lot of bands like present me their music before they release it because they they value my opinion for whatever it's worth. It's, it's kind of weird, but um, I've you know people will send me stuff and I'm like this is dog shit. I can't see that. <laughs> so I, I love his like, Oh, that sounds like, you know, when well, I, I first started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, he's kind of says it's not great but without saying it's not great. Um, but it's not as like, it's not abrasive it's, like that. It's also still like a compliment of being like, you know, like you can do you this, can, like keep can, going. Right, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. It's awesome. And you know what you said about feeling like you still have a sense of what's good and what's not. I feel like, you know, there's a lot of truth to that just in people who, you know, music is something that is 
built into us you know you get a baby and you play a song they can pop their head to the beat like and with no understanding of what a beat is in the first place it's Mm -hmm. all stuff that's built into us to some degree and you know before i knew anything about music i would listen to songs that had shitty production and i wouldn't know what shitty production was but i could hear it you know you can hear you you don't know why you don't know why it sounds like garbage but it's like this sounds like garbage right and so i feel like to that degree it's built into you you know and so i think that's completely valid what you were saying and um especially true with you know creative type people regardless of what you're working toward I always say that I'm not creative either. And then people, when I say that, people are like, well, what are you doing now? You're being creative now. It's like, I, I guess, maybe. I mean, I'm just talking. And I'm letting the creatives like, you know, talk about being creative. I'm just kind of giving them a platform. But I'd say what you are doing is inherently creative. But that, you know, that's just my opinion. I'd say the mug is very creative. Oh, you like that? Oh, yeah, I want one of the mugs. I do. <laughs> so, well, I, I work full time. This is this uh, this whole podcast is very much a passion project for me. Um, I work full time at a screen printing uh, company uh, called Axel Rad Screen Printing. I know you mentioned you had merch there, and we'll get to that too. So we um, we we our sweet spot is screen printing and embroidery. We don't get in a lot of like promotional products like in-house, but this was like a, an in-house uh, test run. And I was fortunate enough that they used my logo. So I have, uh, there's, there's the angry face. And then I have uh, the inquisitive, like eyebrow raised face. So <laughs> this is one of two in the world right now. One of two in the world. Yeah. So everyone likes so- this though. Like I keep saying like, Oh, I want that mug. And it's like, should I make these? Like, should, will people buy them, or are they just be nice? I, to me? I, I, I would buy. Them. Yeah, I was gonna say, where do I get uh, two of two? <laughs> where do I, I want the collection? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta start production. I guess you do, you do, and you but know, you said they, there's embroidery as well. I love embroidered stuff so much, like embroidered shirts. It's so much better. Like you get an embroidered hoodie because there's no like ink or printing that's gonna yeah. come off. So. so when I had this logo uh, created, and it's uh, from my, my good buddy Keith Perks at 1120 Studios, shout out to Keith. Um, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't have it created with an embroidery thought in mind. I could get the screen printed. I can get it put on a mug, but it's not really going to translate well to embroidery. Oh yeah, not that logo specifically. I was just no, I know. Going off, yeah, no, no, no. I understand that. I appreciate that. I just, I'm, I'm sad that I didn't, uh, I didn't have that, um, that thought, you know, in my head before. I, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Thank you. No, of course, (laughs) it it is a beautiful mug. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So you should get merch done with Axelrad, and when you come to PA again, you can pick it up, or I'll, I'll ship it to you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when we can afford, so, uh, well, we're on, the, should we talk about merch now or later? Well, we can, we can circle back to that because I don't want to jump around too much. I want to, I, I want to stay on the fact that like the young kids, like, you know, yeah. you reach out to your, your, this guy that you kind of, you're, you're a super fan of. He kind of tells you like, yeah, that sounds okay and whatever. And you knew it didn't. And then you got better, you got better. And then you send him a new song. He's like, let's let's work through this, and then 
then you ended up flying out to you know his studio in Pennsylvania yeah. from Utah as you know twenty year old kids, um, because you want to get murdered. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's really the only way to get famous anymore. Yeah, to you gotta. You know, we were hoping to end up on one of the uh, you know the murder podcast, the yeah. uh, unsolved crimes. All so, right, I'm sorry. The old, you know, you know, your first time <laughs> has to be with me. You know, but you're, you're right, though. I mean, like, think about like you have to you have to die to be you know remembered again. Like, how many how many musicians die and like you know everyone's streaming their music because well, especially now. now there's so many there's so many artists who it's like I've never heard of them. I could go to anyone on the street, and for the most part, people are going to be like, "Yeah, I've never heard of them." And I'm not discrediting their art. They're like. I'm not saying that these artists aren't good, but there's a lot of these artists who aren't known. And then someone dies and now you can't avoid them. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say about that. It's like good for them, I guess. I don't know. I, <laughs> it's always a weird situation. Cause I'm not saying it's like a bad thing that they're getting recognized after they die, Yeah, but is it it's, a good thing? It's <laughs> them dying for them to get recognized, yeah, I right. think is the worst part of that. So, and I guess what I'm trying to circle back to is I, I'm just going to do anything to get big. No, I'm just <laughs> if I have um, to die, I, I die, yeah. no, whatever. It was actually you pretty say, funny how uh, it ended up happening. Um, so well, you, we were, you could say you die trying. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Sorry. I had to do it before. No, you're good. You had to I get had the joke before off. I, I get left. that. I, you know, um, yeah, feel free to interrupt us. Yeah, we no, no, I, just, I had to get it in there before it was too late. <laughs> no, of course. Like we, I'm just like we won't take it personally, regardless. So you know, yeah, it was. Uh, but it was pretty funny how it happened. We, um, so we've been talking to him for a while, and we've been sending uh, music clips back and forth through, uh, uh, just through email, Dropbox, you know, the whole the whole shebang, and it was pretty rough, <laughs> like. The exporting, importing, exporting, importing, like over every time you send something back and forth. The creative process is so muted when you're working like that because when you're in a room with multiple people and it's like, oh, what if I try this? So they do it. And then it's like, you can discuss and you can be like, oh, that's good. But what if we did this? And it happens so quick and organically versus, hey, I tried something. I'm going to export the file and put it in Dropbox. <laughs> listen to it and tell me what you think. And then I'll be like, I'm at work right now. I'll listen to it tonight. <laughs> and it just, so um, we talked about it and eventually they were just like, we were, I don't know, actually, how did it come up? It was like, it was just kind of like a thing that came up at some point. I, I personally brought it up because Initially, they said it was possible when we first started working with them. We worked with them uh, remotely for a couple of months, and I got on a call with them. I was like, I think I'd rather fly out there. This is it's terrible. Like, it was not working very much. <laughs> yeah. And so it uh, eventually just came down to like, we'll, you know, we'll fly out there and we'll get it, get so much more done so much quicker if mm-hmm. we can uh, yeah. just have that creative flow in the room. Did I lose you? Hmm? Oh, I thought I lost you. I'm sorry. Oh. No, yeah. Spencer just ends his sentence with weird, <laughs> where he yeah. sounds like he's mid-sentence. Uh, and then I just end, yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> I'm used to it. I, I forget that people are. <laughs> we'll, we'll be more productive. Let's fly out. Yeah. Okay. And they were like. Makes sense. Hell yeah. And so, um, cut to a few months later, uh, 
you know, they're picking us up at the airport. And uh, did they have your names on a, on a, a card? No, but what they did do because they, they blew it. They uh, they knew I was a super fan, and so they picked us up in their tour van, which I, I already knew was named Vanellope. You know, it's a pun. <laughs> so I, I like I knew all of that, and so they picked us up in the tour van specifically for my sake. It, it was so funny. That's funny. <laughs> and then <laughs> this is a funny story, really quick. Oh, no. So we're driving back from the airport. And they're taking us, you know, to the studio. And um, it's like an hour. It's like, it's like an hour and a half drive from Philly where we flew in. So it's in a small, it's like a town called Lemoyne. And uh, we, so we get on this road and we're like, we're all starving. And we're like, okay, we're going to navigate to Wendy's. You know, it sounds good to all of us. So we're, you know, it's navigation says we're like five or six minutes away and we're looking around. No, it's like a residential area. You know, like houses, people playing outside, like park. And we're like, what? Where the heck is this Wendy's? And then I look to my left and I see a sign that says Wendy Street. The street is called Wendy Street. And (laughs) I hadn't slept for two days following that flight because I was like, I'll sleep on the plane. But I'm six foot four. And I guess I didn't think about that. So I'm (laughs) on the plane. There was no getting comfortable. And then we had uh, we had a layover. There was a few hours and I just was so miserable and they were like let's get food and at that point i was like i i didn't say anything i was thinking i'd rather sleep but everyone was hungry so i'm just like chilling and then <laughs> it's not even the wendy's in the first place and i was <laughs> like oh just my random street God. called wendy street i was like this would happen wouldn't it we got our wendy's in the end that's good probably worried like this guy's gonna take me back to the airport until i get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah no, all right it, it, yeah go ahead so you, sorry so you had wendy's yeah it was delicious that's good wendy's um, is my favorite of the fast food offerings the four the four for four for the price you can't beat it it's my <laughs> least favorite i worked at one for two weeks and the place was disgusting that might just be <sighs> a local problem though don't ruin this for me I didn't work at one in the East Coast. I know, but still, like, <laughs> it all translates. It probably does, because, never mind. No, I won't ruin it for you. All right. Uh, I haven't had Wendy's in a long time. Man. Wendy's, no. I... Um, so, yeah. And then we headed back to the studio. Um, took a fat nap. Uh, one of the best naps of my life. We didn't. We watched South Park. Oh, that's right. Mormons. Yeah, we. They were like, you guys. We've never seen South Park. Neither well, of us. Well, I, I knew what South Park was. I just never like sat down and watched it. Um, and they were like, hey, we saw this funny South Park episode about Mormons. Uh, can you guys watch it with us and tell us like how much of it is true? And I was like, uh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm so tired. <laughs> so, there was there was no nap. We watched an episode of South Park. Then we went up to the studio and worked for a couple of hours. Because we weren't initially going to work that first day. But then we were all just, we had the we had the creative juices flowing. You know, and so we, we went up and still worked for a couple of hours before getting any sleep. But that sleep that you had was the best sleep. It of was. Life. It was. It was the best sleep of my life. Sure. I was on a couch. <laughs> I struggled to fall asleep. I, I slept for like three hours tops, and then was miserable the next day too. But then that, the next night, was the best sleep of my life. You finally crashed. The first night for me, I just I was gone within like four minutes. Like everyone, <laughs> they were like, it was, they walked out of the room, and I was gone. It was 
it was too late for me. <laughs> <laughs> so how long were you there for? 10 days? This is 11. I think 11 days. Yeah. It was like 10 or 11 days of just, I think it was 10 full days. Um, I'm not sure. It, it doesn't, like, it was 10 really full days in like a half of a, like the first day was like a half day. So Let's yeah. just call it 10. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. It, it this doesn't, is, this is, incre- <laughs> this is like, I feel like you guys are are doing something at 20 or 19, 19, 20 years old. Like that, like most people don't do. <laughs> yeah. Ever? No, Flying, you're crashing a studio for 10 days. I mean, I maybe people are doing that all the time. I don't know. It just seems kind of like I have yet to talk to someone our age that has also done that. So yeah, that's, at least that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's crazy. I mean, it, it's so much fun, um, but it's also like getting a tattoo in a way because I love getting tattoos, but you know, actually getting the tattoo isn't the fun part. I got so fucking sick of recording vocals. Mm-hmm. I was so yeah. tired of recording vocals and it was like 10 days of 12 hour work days basically. And you know, it wasn't vocals every day, but it was vocals every other day. And toward the end, it, they were just like, should we put a harmony here? And I was like, no, we shouldn't. Let's just <laughs> get done. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, and 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 they and they're really good about that cuz they're like no, you really should put a harmony here. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, you're right. No, there was never tension like that, though. I mean, every even when everyone was individually annoyed, everyone was also always still nice to each other, which was good because I, I wore I, I I don't do well with those like tension packed rooms where yeah. people are annoyed at each other. Well, I guess that's normal though, right? I mean, like it's not like you record a song and it's like the best song ever, the, you know, the first try. Right. It's like, it's like mm-hmm. unheard of. Yeah, so I mean, a, it's part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. There's that trial and error finding out what sounds good, what you like. No, personally, everything we did was perfect immediately. No, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> so you're there for 10 days. How many songs did you end up recording? Six. So, uh, it, it was, we did with them 10 songs total. We did four songs remotely, um, and six up in, uh, Pennsylvania with them. Yeah. Very cool. And they're all done, yeah. ready to go. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I don't know um, if you know much about, uh, Kulik, uh, but that guy loves his ice baths. Have you seen his ice bath posts on uh, Instagram? I have. So funny thing about, so I've known Kulik for about five years, probably. So the tour you saw him on um, is probably, I'm trying to think. So he was my first interview I've ever had on the radio. Mm-hmm. So imagine me. So like that was 20, I, st- I started my radio show in 2017. And I think he was in our studios in 2018. And the uh, program director of the station at the time, like, it's like, yes, he was signed to RCA Records, but like he didn't have like a lot. Uh, like it wasn't like ready for like primetime radio play. Well, like, you know, the drive time, all that kind of shit. So yeah. our program director, like he's like, I have this, we had this like local show and he was at the time, I think he was living in, or he was from uh, uh, maybe 40, 40 minutes from where I, where, where we were. Um, so we kind of, you know, use that angle. So we were able to play a song and then my PD was like, uh, you know, let's do an interview. And I'm like, 
what the fuck, dude? Like, I'm not even a year into doing my show. I've never, I don't have any, like, uh, like I was on the radio with zero experience. Like I was in sales. Like I was doing that as a, as a very much like a, just a love of music and a love of our, you know, local scene and all that kind of shit. So he's like, you're going to do this interview. And so I'm like doing research on Kulik and it's like, he's signed to RCA records. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? What am I going to do? This guy's from like, <laughs> he signed to a, 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 an actual record label that people know about. And it was, it was, I, I mean, I still have it to this day. Uh, it's on SoundCloud. Um, but yeah, so I got through it. It was, it was uh, very nerve wracking, but what I was getting to is he was my fir- very first interview I ever had. That's how I met him. And we've been in touch ever since he was, um, you know, uh, a guest on the podcast that I had as part of that, that, uh, that, uh, radio show. And then he's been on as a guest for this platform. And, um, I saw him at the electric city music conference back in September last year. And he, um, he's always been very supportive of everything that I do. And, uh, he's just a great human being and he's always fucking running. And then you mentioned like yeah. he's doing the ice yeah. baths now, and it's like, yeah, fuck you, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's <laughs> completely true. It, it's, uh, it's, that was one of the things I say that with love, Jake. Yeah, well, <laughs> me too. But it's like, what? So, what kind of willpower that you're just like? He's like up seven a.m. sharp, and he's like, "Okay, it's freezing cold and raining. I'm going for a run, and then I'm going <laughs> to dip in the ice bath after, and then we can get to work." And it's like, what? <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> what did you say? And the worst part being, so he got me to join him. And so I started running with him every morning and I haven't ran in years, like just to like run. And I was, so I'm struggling to keep up a bit. And and then afterwards he's like, you want to try the ice bath? And I was like, looking at it, I was like, maybe. <laughs> and up ends really. up, uh, he, he kind of, the second day he convinces me to go in. And he dips in and stands straight back up. And I was like, no, I'm good. But eventually I ended up, I ended up trying it fully. And I will say the feeling afterwards is so nice. It's worth what you do. The pain. I wouldn't know, but from what I hear, that's that's like everything though. Right. It's like, you know, you think about working out. Well, I mean, this is me. Like I think about working out. I think about getting on my, my, uh, Peloton, and like I just hate the thought of it. Like I get tired thinking about it. Like I, I mean, I got twenty years on you guys. I'm, I'm forty years old. I've got two <laughs> kids. I'm married. A uh, full time job. Like I, I get beat down. Like from the time I w- wake up to like uh, the time I get home, and the thought of like exercising or anything like that is just the last thing I'm thinking of. And it's just like miserable. But like if you do it and you get through it. It's like, man, that felt fucking great. I need to keep doing yeah, that yeah. again. No, that's like certainly. It's you know, it's like the tattoo analogy again. Yeah. yeah, there's there's the painful part, but the feeling afterwards. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. The, the process sucks, right? But like, at the end of the, at the end of it, it's like you got a sweet tattoo. You, know, you work out, you yep. feel fucking great. You know, you like the thought of like doing yard work. I fucking can't stand it. But once I get it, you know, <laughs> and with anything, like it's like once I start something i don't stop that's the thing it's just it's getting started for me with anything um it, i mean even this podcast like like 
I wake up in the morning. And I'm like, all right, I got this to do today. And then I get home and I have a podcast at night. I'm like, oh my God, the last thing I want to do tonight is a fucking podcast. But the minute I hit record, it's like, fuck yeah, let's do this. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. good to hear. So glad to hear you're not hating this right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, usually every week, except this week, I'm yeah. miserable right now. I, <laughs> wish, I wish these the guys worst. got fucking murdered on the, the fucking <laughs> trip to record this fucking music. That's my fucking mind here. Yeah. <laughs> We do too, because then the music would have taken off. Yeah, they could have released it after our deaths. And we yeah. actually told them to. We told yeah. them if this if one of our planes goes down, yeah, um, keep put out the music. Put still. Out the music. Yeah, <laughs> do what you want with it. Yeah, you guys wrote wills out. You have it in the bottom, like Jake. Please release our music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just All like right. that. So so ten days. With uh, Kulik in April, recorded six songs. Uh, we have ten done in, in full. You released the uh, "Awake," uh, the "Break My Teeth" song. Like I said, today's the what is it? The eighth of February. What last week or whatever? Yeah, twenty seventh of January. So it hasn't been two weeks yet. Okay, but I mean, no, it's crazy because um, we've put out songs before, just kind of the self produced songs that we've put out, and we we deleted them all just before going into uh, this uh, record era. I don't know. Can you share them um, with me at least? I would love yeah, to hear. No, them. they're actually they're all on SoundCloud. Still. Okay, cool. So it's have- like, I'm not hiding them from the public but as far as something like like spotify and stuff goes i wanted the slate clean there but everything that we've done is on soundcloud because i don't want to like hide it i don't want to pretend that it doesn't exist yeah i just y'all come from somewhere yeah that's that's where we started and we're still proud of that and is it under this the same name yeah it's awakening autumn um so i think there should be five songs on there ranging (laughs) from when i was like 15 well and up until like more recently, the one from late 2021 Halloween, which I was talking about. Uh, we have a song called January on there. It's fucking dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I can't wait to listen. It was experimental. <laughs> it was, it was like, I don't know what we were thinking. I, I genuinely cannot recall what in my head was like, yeah, this is good. Release yeah, it. I, I, just, <laughs> I don't know, but. All of those songs that are on the SoundCloud, except for January, um, are actually redone on this upcoming record. Cool. That's awesome. So, yeah, that is good. And, you know, while we're actually on the topic, um, actually the whole reason I went on that little tangent is, you know, we've done releases before and whatnot. It, it, It is crazy, though, that, you know, with Break My Teeth having come out, um, it's broken in the first week it broke 2000 uh 2000 plays or streams just on spotify i don't know about other things and you know i guess to a lot of people those numbers don't sound super big but what's crazy about it um being in the first week is none of the other songs we ever put out ever broke 2000 mm-hmm. on spotify after being out for period like, years yeah years never never broke 2000 um some of them didn't even break 1000 and so just it, it is crazy with the reception of break my teeth and it, it it is so funny to say this but we at least you know i made the final decision and i i owe it to his boss uh, where he works his boss is so invested in our music and it's so funny um such an awesome guy so funny uh his name's nelson and i you know 
when Spencer was showing him just so, everything early. Really, to pre to preface during my interview, he so he one of the, the first question he asked when I sit down, he goes, "So you're in a band?" <laughs> yeah, because you put that on your I put it on my resume. Because fuck it, why not? And so he just goes, "So you're in a band?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's he's like, "You have any songs?" I was like, "Sure." And I pulled out my phone and let him listen to one. And then he just continued the interview like nothing happened. He was like, that was incredible. <laughs> I love that. And he's like, so what experience do you have? <laughs> yeah. And so, so Nelson, we have a band account and then I have like my personal Instagram account. So, you know, we've um, been speaking with you on the Awakening Autumn band account. And he started messaging that to get a hold of me. And he's like, what do these lyrics mean? What do these <laughs> lyrics mean? And he's like, such a nice guy he cares so much about the music he's you know genuinely passionate about it and cares that he was actually such a huge help in um getting this record done period letting me you know take i was like two months into a new job when i took like a week and a half of pto to fly yeah. out and, and it he was totally supportive um and down to uh lending spencer money to help him pay off his half of what we were paying toward Jake in April as yeah. far as getting Just out. Because uh, we were worried about it of slowing the release date. Yeah, we were worried the release date wouldn't be as soon as we wanted it to be because of of paying it off. And so his his boss lended him money. And it, really, Nelson's just such a great guy. But, you know, he, we're talking and we're at the point where it's time to start talking singles. And he's like, break my teeth. He's like, <laughs> do break my teeth is the lead single. And I was like, why? <laughs> like because i love the song i love the song you know i wrote it it means everything to me you know but just because of the situation that i wrote it about where i was and it, but at the same time i didn't i didn't think of it as even a single let alone the lead single because it's like it's it's just a it's a cutesy sappy song and there's nothing wrong with those but you know it i don't know i it just didn't it didn't feel like a single to me and nelson's like no <laughs> this is the single, lead single the lead single and so i i was like okay you know what i'm gonna go with nelson's gut on this and we did break my teeth as the lead single and it is in it has performed insanely well and i'm still and, waiting on the i told you so text and everyone who uh has heard it so far has told us like they love it they love it yeah and so we were like nelson yeah, shout out Nelson. Shout out Nelson on, on multiple levels. Because I was actually going to ask you guys before, like, I'm like, where are these guys? Like, I'm assuming you guys work, uh, mm -hmm. have jobs. Like, how are these guys, like, you know, taking 10 days off the fucking, you know, A, the plane ticket, t 10 days off to fly to Pennsylvania. Like, what, <laughs> what's going on here? But like, damn, Nelson, what's up? Yeah, I mean, all sorts of su supportive people on all fronts. I mean, yeah, my boss is great. Um, when I, I mean, my, my boss, uh, totally fine with letting me take the time off. And she's, she made me, we had a work meeting and he was like, all right, everyone, guess what? McCade has a song out and just like played it. And it was, that was, that was uncomfortable, but you know, she's one of the nicest people ever. And then, you know, both of our parents are incredibly yeah. supportive people, um, all no, so just shout shout out to all of the awesome. people involved, like friends and family. You know, our our parents have done so much for us along the way. Our bosses and our close friends. It's it is like 
so much love that we get from those people that really made this happen. Yeah. Well, and there's this, there's this, there's this saying that youth is wasted on the young. And it's, it's so true because like, you know, when you're, when you have youth, like you have all the energy and this ambition to do all these things, but you don't have the resources to take advantage of it. Right. So kudos to those around you who are like, let's support these guys. And you know what, if it goes somewhere, great. If it doesn't, they gave it a shot and, you know, we were supportive of that. So Nelson uh, and your boss and your parents, it's, it's, it's a great thing to, to, uh, to hear. And, and um, that, that warms my heart a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. no, and especially it, it's all because to further to your point of youth is wasted on the young. Um, that is a huge benefit to having my parents have both been musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, that my parents both did so much, even when I was young, in supporting me. As far as you know, they got me the laptop to put a, a doll on. They got me like a mixer, stuff like that to even start doing it. And, um, you know, because my dad's a producer and, you know, when I was early into this process, I was like, I had the band, I wasn't producing yet. And I was like, someone approached us like, hey, come do some studio work. And I tell my dad, because to me, I'm like starstruck at the idea of going to a studio when I'm like 16. And my dad's like, do it yourself. (laughs) <laughs> you know, <laughs> and in like the smartest way possible, you know, he's, he's not being a jerk. He's telling me, right. do it yourself. He's like, even if you go to the studio, they don't, they don't care about your music. Like you care about your music. You learn to do it yourself. So then if one day you decide to go t- to a studio, you can at least begin to know what you're talking about okay, because yeah, what if they start throwing if they start throwing around terms that don't even mean anything to you? They're like, "What should we do with this?" I don't know. Should we adjust the scrongo? Yeah. <laughs> How about the bonkle? You know, it means nothing to you. And I'm you know, lost. That, that exactly. <laughs> we all joke. are. Um, but you know, so he's like, "Do it yourself," and not in a mean way, because then he provided me the resources to do it myself. Both my parents did, and insanely supportive. And so then i had like this basis like i'm not the most crazy talented producer in the world by any means but now i have this basis for what things are and so when i finally decided to go and work with jake in april it's like i can actually say shit i know what i want to do and like they'll listen and i either way um the crazy thing about jake in april is because what my dad said is completely true that they don't, that most producers just don't care about your music like you do. When you go and work with them though, it, they really do care as much as you do. Mm-hmm. And like, it's not a facade. You feel it. Like they care. They love creating it with you. It is. They don't, they don't have, they don't mind going. Yeah. That's dog shit. <laughs> we yeah. Like, they're like, we don't like that idea. But if that's what you want, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I'm going to tell you why that's a bad idea, but if you still want to do it, you can. And yeah. they, they're, they're very, I don't know. Like they care. They, they're they great really people. They're, I mean, well, yeah. Just, just, yeah, that's, that's why I like, people. I wish, I wish like every musician in the world could work with them at some point because it, it, it was just such a pleasure. And 
just that they cared. That yeah. that is just surprising in and, and of itself to me that to have someone care about my music like I care about my music, and then like they're still listening to it. You know, like they listen to it. Jake tells me I just ran to the album this morning. You know, and it's <laughs> it's crazy. Not only that, it was also the ultimate fan experience. <laughs> yeah, how about it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Uh, they say never meet your heroes, but, but it went fine. We it really did. We were, we kept saying that you know, like the entire time we were there as a joke. Anytime like, anything would anything happen, happened. we'd just say it was an ultimate um, fan experience. I remember the funniest one to me is um, I'm a huge gamer. Like one of my relaxed time, I'm playing video games most of the time. And uh, Jacob plays a f- few here and there. And so I'm sitting there and he's making me play. Uh, he's having me play Call of Duty, the Battle Royale version, the Warzone. And I did not like that game, <laughs> but I didn't understand it. It was a big reason I didn't like it. And so he's sitting there and he's like coaching me. He's like, oh, don't take that fight. Get away, get away. And I and I ended up winning. Oh, And I was like, ultimate fan experience. The and only time I've ever won. <laughs> he had us try on his hearing aids. That was funny too. <laughs> so, just a crazy, surreal experience. But yeah, total digression, all of that. It's I mean, The point is... So much love and support from so many people, you know, especially my parents. And yeah, it's good that like I'm we are very lucky, you yeah. know, but it, we do put in so much hard work, but so much of it wouldn't be possible without those people. Definitely. That's awesome. It's so it's so awesome to hear. So let's talk about it. Like you have 10 songs. You're releasing the uh, another song on the 14th of uh, February. Um, yes, sir. Uh, what are the, what are the plans for 2023? Are we releasing like two more after that even, and then the full length or, or yeah, yeah, two doing? more after that, uh, then the full length album. You nailed it right on the head. So like I've done this weird. before. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm more than comfortable to talk release dates, honestly, because uh, to me, we're not famous and any press is good press. Right. And so, but like February 14th, and then I think March 3rd, we've got a third single coming out. And after that, I don't know specific dates, but I think by May, the full album's out by May. I I, I think if it comes out later, sue us. Don't quote (laughs) me. Do that. Yeah. For misinformation. Um, No. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Those, that's that's where it's at. So my insecticide is out February fourteenth. Um, it yeah, is one of my favorite songs that we did up there because of how it turned out. Because um, what I'll tell you is, it was when I went up there, it was every intention of being um, a softer acoustic song, and it is so funny. Uh, when we recorded the song before that, we had a we were using an effect called bit crushers um and we loaded up we we were done working on that and we go to start working on my insecticide and i'm like all right guitar chords are these and jake records them tries it real quick and then he plays it and the bit crusher was on the track on accident but it sounded so fucking cool so this song that was meant to be a soft acoustic song you'll hear it it is not like that. <laughs> it is. It is not that at all. And that's awesome. I mean, another. Yeah. No. Maybe that's, that. That's that what I love about it yeah. so much. That. That's. No, yeah, no, we we talked about having or you know, being in a studio where things kind of happen organically, like 
perfect example, right? Yeah, no, exactly. And yeah, I don't know. It, it, that's, that's why I love it so much is because I know what I wrote and now I've got this thing that sounds nothing like it, but like in a great way. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know. That's what I told them there. A lot of songs. It's like so many things turned out in a way that I hadn't initially pictured it, but it turned out better. And that's a great feeling. Yeah. Well, and now you can like, you can revisit that song and maybe do it. The, the acoustic version. Yeah. You know, you know? live or something, coffee yeah. shop performance. I don't yeah. know. Something like that. Completely yeah. possible. And it is fun. Yeah. So as far, I mean, you're plan on releasing this whole thing in May. Um, I mean, do you guys have, are you guys like actively performing shows? Is that, is that on your radar? Is that a plan? Like what's, what's, that yeah, the, eventually that's a plan. I mean, we, we've just got a few things behind the scenes to figure out before we do that, but we don't have shows planned right now or anything right. like that. But that is definitely in store as far as cool. 2023 goes. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's exciting, man. Uh, I, I'm excited for you. Um, like I said, I, I, April reached out and I, I heard this, the song. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's do this. And this has honestly been one of uh, the, the most fun. I've had uh, in a few weeks doing that. I mean, I love doing all of this every time, but um, this is a lot of fun. And you guys are from Utah, right? Yes, sir. Did you guys see the spy balloon? Was that over you at all on its way to Montana? It might have been. I didn't see it. I, yeah. I wish that I had known there was a spy balloon because then I would have looked personally. And would've I would have got, got a BB gun <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't have reached that high to begin with. But like, it's all about the imagination and yeah. it's the thought that counts. And <laughs> I obsessed. would just shoot at the sky. I've been obsessed about the spy balloon since it, you know, it was, <laughs> it was uh, announced that was going I, on. I, I read the article and I was like, I thought it was a joke. The first time <laughs> I saw the article, it seemed like a meme. And then I kept seeing it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like that actually happened. It was real. How did this giant goddamn balloon from china hover over the country right like <laughs> is no one watching the sky like what the fuck's going on no here? no 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 radar no anything pick that up it just so, oh but but i have to take off my shoes before i board <laughs> the plane yeah how about we pay attention to the shit that actually matters <laughs> it's amazing it's it's like i and there's probably shit that we're not being told I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but like, come on. I'm not either, but you know, there's always stuff you're not being told. And that's not a dig at the current um, administration or the last administration. The government period They're is never lies. going to tell us everything. Everyone's just lying to us. You know, Trump, Biden, anyone. They're just, they all hate us. Yeah. <laughs> Especially China. Fuck. Especially <laughs> China. I don't know. Yeah. But no, yeah, I, I've been obsessed. I feel like, and I'm not saying that I want to go to war or anything. Oh. I'm just surprised that something like that doesn't lead down that road. So I'm not saying we should go to war. I'm saying I'm surprised. I'm surprised that, there was no, not as much backlash. Yeah. Like they're just like, China's oh. like, oopsies. And the U S is like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and it's like, that's it. That's like, Again, I don't want to go to war, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was yeah, it was interesting. Like, so yeah, like oh, this this you know, it blew over by accident. Sorry, and then it's like okay, well, we'll, we'll let it hang out for a couple of days. No big deal. And it's like oh yeah. wait, let's shoot it down. And then China's like oh, how dare you shoot down our fucking balloon with surveillance equipment on it? 
How dare you? Yeah. I don't know. I am I am prime <laughs> drafting age. So like if they can just wait a bit before they really <laughs> let shit go haywire, that would be <laughs> ideal for me. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not <laughs> take, they're not taking a 40 year old fat dad. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, you know, I think personally, um, if it came down to it, I would be fine without my right leg. <laughs> and then what are they going to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> my right like my right foot has this weird mole on it anyway so i might be like avoiding yeah i may want to get rid of that. some, some kind of yeah <laughs> just take the whole leg it might like it's like zombie yeah. it's like the zombie movies right you got you got an infection a bite and you gotta take off the whole leg Stop it. Yeah. yeah and then i can't get drafted against china which you know they've got balloons now yeah so that's high, terrifying high-tech shit and so some real high tech shit. <laughs> I know this is going to air after this is going to be oh, like this event will be over. But uh, are you guys football fans or no? Oh yeah, I watch the Super Bowl. Okay, <laughs> I do so, not. I do. I do not follow anything else. And then the Super Bowl happens, and I pick the team. I just pick a team based on their name, and I'm like, I want this one to win. And you know what? The weird thing is, they usually do. Okay, so who you got? Like, uh, Chiefs versus Eagles. Who you got? I'm gonna say the Chiefs. Nah. Wow. Just based on names, I don't have like again. I don't have an opinion on the players as long as it's not Tom Brady. No, he's on the uh, Buccaneers now. Yeah, uh, he's, re- he's actually retired now too. So yeah, again, again, again. Supposedly, I uh, I'm a huge um, Packers fan. Okay. Uh, but uh, I'm hoping the Eagles win. So yeah. I have a friend who was like, you're rooting for the Steelers now a couple years ago. And I was like, okay. And I haven't looked back. So if the Steelers ever end up in the Super Bowl, that'd be great. Um, because if I had to pick one team, I'd say the Steelers specifically because I was instructed to do so. And I'm nothing but a guppy that follows orders. So it's the wrong PA team though. I hate the yeah. Steelers. I I don't hate the Steelers. I hate their fans more than I do the team. I've okay, never... sorry. I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's like this interaction is ruined Steelers for me. <laughs> he's like, oh, you like this click, oh, and okay. he never airs the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you'll I never be exposed thing, to my um... to my five listeners. Uh... Well, actually, on your in your bio, you have Breaking Benjamin in your bio. Did you interview them? Uh well I interviewed um the bass player. That is just crazy to me. I grew up listening to like Breaking Benjamin and Three Days Grace, so I just thought that was crazy. Period. Yeah. So I well so I know the original guitar player Aaron Fink, mm-hmm. friend of mine. I just saw him two weeks ago. Um, and he's doing his own solo stuff now. Uh, but I also am good friends with the Aaron Brock, who's the current bass player. Uh, and backup vocals for the current uh, Breaking Benjamin. Um, so, yes, uh, I, I did not interview Ben himself, but maybe yeah. one day, maybe one day he'll take. Either way, I know uh, it's still crazy, you know, just as yeah. someone who grew up listening to them, and especially Three Days Grace, a lot more Three Days Grace, honestly. But. Yeah, I think uh, the 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 two shockers, and they're probably way too old for you, but Everclear and the Verve Pipe were like. 
kind of like you know yeah i saw those in your bio too and you're right uh i had never heard of them <laughs> i was like i am sure that this is important <laughs> but i don't know why <laughs> it's important to me <laughs> god damn it <laughs> but I, I'm sure you've heard of the song before. I mean, it's kind of like they, I mean, they have songs you can't escape. Uh, well, I mean, maybe, maybe you could, because it's, you know, you're 20 years younger. I don't than remember. I, I'm 2003. He's 2002. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I wondered, I mean, Everclear had a huge song called Wonderful, which was like 2001. But I mean, Santa Monica, I mean, I feel like you probably heard that by accident. Yeah, well, I basically wasn't sentient until I was five. <laughs> so, like you I've know, 2001, and then right. I was born 2002. Right. So, right. whatever but, stayed popular, yeah, but I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah, but, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> I don't know. I might have heard it. I don't recognize anything by name. I just, if, if you, you put have, it on, if you put it on, maybe it. you know. In yeah. any case, so... I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> uh but no so like if if you if you told 15 year old me who was like you know uh freshman in high school when like they were massive rock stars that you know 38 or 39 year old me would be interviewing them one day i'd be like beside myself so it's like one of those things it's like yeah am i catching them on the way down you know maybe a, a falling star i mean i don't feel that way but i mean Get a high reality, the reality of the situation is they're not as big as they were in the late 90s, early 2000s. I think they know that. But uh, yeah, Cold. I, I interviewed Scooter from Cold. Nice. Man, I, I don't man. know who that is either, but that is cool. That's Cold. It's Cold. <laughs> but I mean, that was, it, it, you know, they had a huge song in 03. Uh, again, you were barely. Uh, I got to ask, what was uh, your first concert? as a music enjoyer so my first concert was actually dave matthews band that's so funny there you go but i my family had tickets to see the dave matthews band and they fucking sent us the ticket cast in resin and i was like that is so pretentious and i love it with everything in me like i'm not i am not shitting on dave matthews band by any means that is just hilariously pretentious and cool that's that's but, the kind of pretentious we hope to be. Yeah, exactly. We, we want to live up to that that's, over the yeah. top for no reason <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, and I, 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 the the one thing that I want to avoid that the Dave Matthews Band did, or at least their uh, tour van manager did, was dumping all of that waste on a boat of people. You ever hear about that? I did not know. I'm not. I'm not a huge Dave Matthews uh, Band fan. My the girlfriend at the time was a huge like like not like wacko um and that's why but uh no so what happened was i think it was in chicago uh their not van but their rv whatever the the rv they were in whoever was driving it dumped all of the waste from the bus over a bridge right as a <laughs> boat was going under it <laughs> and that's that shitty. is crazy that's yeah, yeah ain't it literally yeah mm-hmm. um Personally, my first concert was Rush. Okay. Yeah. Which Solid is interesting for a, a you know person your age. Yeah. Well, you know, my dad's favorite band in the world ever is Rush. Yeah, and that makes he's seen them every time they've been to Utah since 83, I think, is what he told me. Mm-hmm. And so then and once I was old enough, I, I've seen Rush twice, and now you don't get to see Rush anymore. Right. right. Yeah. Great shows. 
I have a funny. First, s- yeah, go ahead. My my first band. Your first a, band. My first show was a uh, smaller band called Water Parks. Water uh, Parks. They're, uh, huge. Yeah, now. they're huge now. But at the water, time, they were pretty. Small. Water Parks. Have yeah, you never parks. heard of Water Parks? No. I guess it's not like they're like the biggest band in the world. I mean, they're no Dave Matthews band, but (laughs) they they're a trio guys. Um, They they they're charting like all the time. They have songs with like Black Bear and shit. So they're big. I'm looking forward to checking it out. Yeah, Uh, they're. uh, I love them. Great fellows. We've met them a couple of times. I've sat on two of them. Yeah, Um, he has. We got uh, VIPs and I went up to the lead singer and I was like, we're it's like meet and greets and photos. And I, he, he, I was like, what pose do you want to do? You pick a pose. And he goes, sit on Jeff. Let's sit on Jeff. And so Jeff lies down on the ground and we all sit on him. And that was the photo. And it, we were the last people in line. And it's so funny because all the other people who have already done their VIPs are looking back like, what the heck is going on over there? I wanted to, sit <laughs> I wanted on to Jeff. do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's another band I found because they opened for Sleeping with Sirens. That's right. Cool. Listen to a lot of bands because they open for Sleeping with Sirens, which is really funny. But, yeah. I have a cool uh, a Dave Matthews band story. I was actually in Disney, uh, two thousand and seven, mm. and um, this is when I was a young man, twenty five years old. Um, and we—I don't know if you've ever been to Disney before, but like it's no. like the, the, I don't even know what park we were in, but like this, there was a small street, and they had like a like a kind of like a a parade going down sort of waiting for the parade to start and i look across the street and i see this guy who looks just like dave matthews and he's with his like family and his kids has anyone and, ever told you, <laughs> you so look- i'm across the street and i look at him and like i give him a face like like are you dave like we, so we had a whole conversation with, with each other without saying a word so i look at him like all right you know are you dave matthews and he kind of gave me a nod like Yes, I am who you think I am. Don't fucking bother me, you know. So and I'm, I was like, uh, you know, I'm not one of those guys. Like you're with your family, I respect that. Like I'm like, I think I just saw Dave Matthews, and I and I, I know it was him because um, somebody else that I knew was also in Disney, and they posted photos uh, of of them with Dave Matthews because they weren't as they weren't as nice as they respect. Yeah, exactly. I've never ran into any celebrity in public, but yeah. I we had I a- do. Debbie giving Lovato them a little <laughs> salute. You <came>. we <laughs> were close. Um, I got. I we uh, we were at work one day at that same place we were talking about earlier, Zupas, and uh, and there was another location in a city like twenty minutes from us. And they were like, De- "Our manager comes in and is like Demi Lovato is in the Orem location." And we were like, "Wild! <laughs> what does that do for us?" <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. So Exciting. I don't know. Yeah, that was the closest I've ever been to meeting a celebrity in public. The, well, in public. I, I ran into one, uh, not a big time celebrity, but he was a he was a voice actor for The Simpsons. He was also in mm. the TV show Friends. Um, he was like a, like a role player, I think it was, but like I couldn't think of his name. I couldn't even think of what I, I saw him in. I was in Cape May and we were like a little a little uh like shop at, in Cape May and <laughs> I was like, this is, has to be the guy. I'm going to ask him. And I said, like, are you the guy? Are you that actor guy? And he's like, no. And I put his head down and yeah. walked away. And I think I, yeah. I know it was him. I know for a fact it was him. 100%. But he was like, 
Like he was, and I wasn't going to bother him. I just, I just kind of wanted to know for myself. Yeah. Um, I wasn't gonna be like, Oh, can I take your pic- you know, picture or whatever? Like I, I, I'm cool with the, you know, whole, like, you know, you're with a family. I don't want to bother you. You're on vacation or whatever, but um, yeah, that's it. Which is reasonable. You know, that's, yeah. that's the way I think everyone should approach it. I mean, me personally, it would be great if someone came up to me in public, but and said, "Are you that guy?" Yeah, <laughs> in awakening. That would that would be ideal. That would be really. I mean, I had one thing happen. Someone, because I, I have the logo tattooed on me on my wrist. Okay, and I went oh, to a yeah dedication. Way fucking bigger dedication. Yeah. I don't know why he got his so much bigger, but whatever. Um, no, I I went to a gas station. And I pay. This guy's like, I like your tattoo. I was like, oh, thanks. It's my band logo. And he goes, I know. <laughs> so he didn't say, yo, I love your band or anything like that. And I didn't. You know, yeah, That's the story. That's where I just I no idea who he is. Just I know. Well, well speaking of, of logos, I, I, and, we'll, and we'll wrap it up after this, but I think you're wearing your, uh, you talked about merch before. You got your yes, logo on the shirt. Yes, okay. yes sir. All right, very good, and that'll be available. I'm assuming along with the uh, with the album release, we are hoping actually, to actually launch it with my insecticide on February 14th. Okay. So, so if all goes well, once this episode is out, uh, the merch is going to be the idea is going to be uh, t-shirts, hoodies. It'll be easy. Look, look, we got this easy. It is. We got the domain and everything. It's awakeningautumn.com. Awakeningautumn.com. All there. You can get the merch there. Currently, it'll. Right now, it'll take you to a, a site that's password protected. Uh, not ready yet, but it wouldn't be hard to guess the password on the fourteenth. Um, on the fourteenth, it's going to open up fully. Uh, we keep making jokes because we're still doing a little bit behind the scenes tweaking. But uh, one of the one things I will tell people is, um, right now there's a white on white T-shirt. We're fixing that. <laughs> I don't know that I want to fix that because it's so funny. So. The, the t-shirts we got here you can just order in any color with the print on it and well, the display is the white t-shirt with <laughs> this white print on it sure and that would be so funny to leave it there because <laughs> you just get the all-white white shirt, t-shirt but technically i think technically I think it's printed it's printed on there and you can see there's like a slight difference in color <laughs> and we made jokes about leaving it up as like a limited time run for like two days and be like the only if you get one and you live in Utah, we'll sign it for you. Now, any, anyone who ever actually gets the white on white shirt is into shows free for life. <laughs> so just wear a white t-shirt to the shows, you're in for free. <laughs> and they'll be like, "Look, I, I got it," and I'll be like, "I can't fucking tell." Let him yeah. in. Let him in. Just bring him in. <laughs> Every oh show would be full of white t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, we have to design the rest of the merch. So, oh, like, what's a cool merch item in your opinion? What's something we should get on there? Oh man, I don't know. You we got do, a hoodie and we got a T-shirt. You could do cool hats with that logo on it, like sure. a nice embroidered hat. Ooh, yeah. Can with we do the, embroidered? I think so. With the company we're working, if with. we can do embroidered, an embroidered hat with the insects, I want an embroidered hoodie. You can't get them. You can or can't? I don't know if our company does. But... Axel Rad does. <laughs> tell you. Yeah, the re- the company we're working with. What makes it so nice is we don't have to buy in bulk beforehand. I know, I know. that's it's, yeah. uh, print on demand. Yeah, yeah we I mean, we do this, so we we could do the same thing. That's kind of where a lot of people are going now. Unless you're like a, a huge touring band, where like you, you know you're going to sell merch, 
Like it's yeah. kind of where things are going. Um, so you guys can do non-bulk is what you're saying. Right. So we could build you like a web store. So a lot of those things are print I on mean, demand. Is, yeah. So a lot of print on demand stuff is like a, a process called uh, DTG, which is direct garment. Um, mm-hmm. So like someone would order it. You know, we would produce it that, or not that day, but like we'd take the order, probably fulfill it in the, you know, a day or two and then ship it off to your customer. They pay shipping, obviously, but you literally don't have any part of the process. It just gets shipped to your customer. And, you know, we 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 have a, a, a price that, you know, we charge for, let's, let's just say for for fun, we, we, we charge 10 bucks and you're charging 15 or 20. We keep the 10 and then we send you the five or 10 to make up the difference, you know what I'm saying? And same yeah. with embroidery. Embroidery Hashtag can... not sponsored. Yeah. So <laughs> no, that's that, this is that's awesome. Um, I feel like I, I guess I don't listen to enough podcasts, but based on the ones I do listen to, I feel like this has gone in such a strange direction, but not in a bad way. <laughs> like th- this this whole conversation we've been having, it would be make for such a weird episode, but just not in like a bad way. Well, tonight, right yeah, now, I don't yeah. know. Maybe well, I don't listen to I enough told, of them. Well, I told you, I told you, we're going to talk about you know the music. We're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about what uh, uh, you know, whatever we wanted to. I, this this is an opportunity for people to kind of get to know who you guys are as people too, not just like you know guys who want to get murdered making music. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. also not happy about the price of eggs. That's true, or the price of milk. It's ridiculous. I, I don't like milk. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we, we we should just start doing pop trivia before he wraps up. Yeah. <laughs> How many uh or what wakes up okay, what walks on no pop trivia about us? Oh pop oh trivia. God. <laughs> no, never mind. That's a disaster. A wrap it up. <laughs> I think we got us. <laughs> I th- I think I got what I needed. Okay, we're done here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We could have kept going, but Spencer ruined oh, it for bad. everybody. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> no, no, no. No one will know. No, no one will get the goods. No one will get the riddle. Tell us the riddle. I need to know now. Come on. Okay. What walks on four legs in the morning? Uh, two legs in the afternoon, and three legs at night. Oh my god! I know the answer to this one. I don't know. Tell me. Uh, man. What is it? Man. A baby walks on two legs, beginning of their life, or four legs at the beginning of their life. They crawl. I hate this stupid two riddle. legs because middle of their life. And Morning, day, and night are a metaphor for life. And yeah, it's I don't like, like this. Oh, shut up! It's, a, yeah, it's, an, it's, uh, it's a Greek cut, metaphor. I'm gonna, it was, cut, it's, I'm gonna it's cut this Greek. out. Good. Yeah, no, I, I no. hate that. I hate that. Cut, cut anytime stupid. Spencer talks out. <laughs> That's a stupid joke. I hate that joke. It's not a but joke. It's a riddle. It's riddle, whatever. It's a, it's a whatever riddle. you want to call it. It's a dumb riddle. Yeah. It's just, it's like, that, <laughs> that's why I said, because he, he's <laughs> what walks on four legs, then two legs, then three. And I'm like, fucking nothing, realistically. But you have to, you have to have pre existing knowledge of this bullshit metaphor in order right. to answer. What do you, um, oh my God. <laughs> All right. This is your time to redeem uh, yourself. Uh, shoot, I can't think of a riddle. You're, you're blowing it, you, dude. You, you're done, uh, dude. My bad. What do you call a mushroom that likes to party? A fun guy. Die, please. A fun guy. That's not even a riddle. That's just a joke. That's okay. my favorite kind of jokes are long-winded jokes called shag- shaggy dog stories, where 
you take way too long to tell the joke and the punchline isn't Never fulfilling happens. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah but I, I'm not going to do that now. If, uh, I just, it is really my favorite kind of joke. If you really think about it, riddles are just jokes about a punchline. Seriously, you've got to go. <laughs> We're done here. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> AwakeningAutumn.com. Check out all, yes. all the things that. And break my teeth and my insecticide will be out by then. Uh, I want my insecticide to be received even better. So I'm going to make it happen. Sweet. Thank you um, so much. I'm looking for forward to us. it. Yeah. Uh, social media. The opportunity. Are you, guys on, everything. Are you guys on Facebook too or just Instagram right now? Instagram, TikTok. TikTok. We might have a Facebook. Legally, no we do have a Facebook, but it's just for the business account on Instagram. Yeah, understood. So, Got it. So, in right. Awakening Autumn, Instagram, on, on TikTok and Instagram, it's Awakening Autumn. Um, we need to make other social medias. Twitter, definitely. Other things are coming hate, eventually, hopefully. Yeah. I hate social media, though. So do I. But here we are. It's a necessary evil. It is. Well, guys, thanks for taking the time. Best of luck with the new single. Best no, of luck yeah, with and the, the, Thank you for the opportunity, man. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. A lot of fun, guys. Thanks so much. All right. Peace. See you.